Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we talk athletic greens for a minute? Oh, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Actually, right behind me is my kitchen. And I have my athletic greens. I'm so deep into athletic greens that they give you this jar, this sort of ceramic jar. And you can put it into your, put the athletic greens into it. So I actually have my own jar of athletic greens. Still wake up every single morning before I do anything. I put my athletic greens in my shaker. I shake it up and I slam my greens. And why don't you tell them, Joe, what you get when you slam those greens? What is actually going into your body? Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again. And I really want everybody to listen up this time, okay? Because I do this every time. I know. But it doesn't change, nor should it, because it's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, aptogens. God, I mean... That should sell it right there, the aptogens. To help start your day right, special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things. And it's just mm. one scoop, water, shake, drink, bam, you're rolling. It's like the, it's like the fountain of youth, man. It's the fountain of youth. In fact, if you there's going to be a little mini Ponce de Leon. I was just going to say Ponce de Leon. <laughs> in one bag. And if you find it during the course of the next calendar year, Oliver will come clean your kitchen. You get to go to the Athletic Greens factory. <laughs> it's like Charlie and the Chocolate. Right. It's like a tiny Ponce de Leon. There is no place I know <laughs> no. like the AG1 Factory showroom. Uh I love it. You'll love it, too. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash daddyissues, athleticgreens.com slash daddyissues. We get a little, you get a little change in life. Everybody, everybody, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Hi. It's just so nice to see you after reuniting for even for two days, which we did at the Super Bowl in Los Angeles and uh, going for a dinner, then having fun afterward, and then going to the Super Bowl, even though Aaron didn't go. Uh, mm. It was fun to see. It was nice, it nice was. reconnecting. It was fun. It was really fun. The bus ride over was fun. Everything was good. We didn't get to sit together. That's all right. And then 
I guess you left early. Did you leave early or just? We left early. I mean, I got to be honest with you. Being at a football game, even though it was a Super Bowl, I was really excited. I, I am like the, uh, who is it? Geico or somebody that does the ads of the guy where you're trying not to turn into your parents and he's right. Progressive. Yeah. Progressive. And it's like, uh, you know, can we not talk about leaving the game before we're actually in it? Because when we were walking in, I'm like, good God, we are going to be here and it's, we're all set up. We've got help getting in and out. We're all in this long caravan. And yet at the end of the game, it's just going to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. And it's going to be hours of traffic. And I've had a long year of being in stadiums. It just felt like the last place I wanted to be. I didn't, I mean, that just proves I didn't care who won. It was a good game. It was fun. Uh, I thought halftime sucked mm-hmm. um, for my own reasons. Well, you we couldn't paid, hear anything. We we paid. I, I paid a lot of money for my seats, and and yeah. I'm not a complainer. Yeah, but if I was, yeah, I guess I'm doing it now. <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't Joe. This isn't the actual Joe Buck. This is the. This is someone else who's okay. complaining. Right. Yeah, if, if I was, this is the yeah. fictitious me. Right. Let's call him Kenny. Okay, this is Kenny Buck. This is Kenny Buck, Kenny Buckport, and his main complaint is after thousands of dollars for my seats where they're promoting the halftime show, which my wife was more excited to see the halftime show than Mm -hmm. the game by a Mm -hmm. factor of 100. Mm -hmm. And I was great either way. The entire show was performed to half the stadium. We mm-hmm. we were on the back side, even for huge dollar tickets, which I've said seven thousand times. I had to pay for myself. I'll keep saying that till I die. Well, and and yeah. they basically <laughs> shut off. They played to the cameras, which were on the the NBC booth side. We were on the other side, and they played the entire show with those little boxes that they brought out and whatever else was going on. Uh, to the one side of the stadium. So we were staring at the back of those boxes. Every once in a while, Snoop Dogg would pop up on top of one of those houses, do a little four-second dance. I I could not hear very well. It was all bass. You couldn't really hear the words. And we couldn't see anything. It it was like we might as well have been in the parking lot for this thing. And, And I assume that for others that are buying tickets to a Super Bowl, the halftime show is a big reason why they're paying a lot of money. It, it certainly was the reason why Michelle and I wanted to go, and yeah. we didn't see any of it. No, I know, but 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 the reality is, is the halftime show is meant for television. It just is, you know, because they're making cuts, they're directing, the sound quality is great. You know, it's meant for TV. It's not meant for live. I, think I, it's I understand that, but I understand that, but I've never been in a venue at any concert and anywhere where you've got basically 35,000 people to mm-hmm. the backside of the show. And at no point do they ever <laughs> turn the operation around and go, oh, hey, how y'all doing back there? You know, yeah. like I, we weren't even there. Yeah. And the kicker for the whole thing is. We were 10 rows behind Kanye. Right. And two chains. Yeah. So they they were look they had the same view as we did. They yeah. didn't see anything. Yeah. Did you hang out with Kanye? 
for a little bit. I, I was thrown off by the whole mask thing, and I didn't yeah. know which which slit in the mask to talk into. <laughs> His boots were throwing me off. I mean, it, and then I thought, well, if he takes the mask off, is he going to have the contact lenses in where he looks yeah. like a possessed Wolverine? Right. It was so too much. I, too much for you. He just kept coming up to me, and I'm like, "Look, Kanye, ye. I now call him Ye because is it that's Ye what he or wants. Ye? Yeah, is it ye? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. He he didn't correct me when I said, "Look, Ye." <laughs> I said, "We can't keep people are trying to watch the game." And he's mm-hmm. like, "I know, but I have some questions about your career, and I want to talk to you about daddy issues, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I think I've dealt with my own version of it." You know, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that my kids don't have it. I was like, yee, come on. <laughs> it's third and five. Move on up the aisle. So it was it was us, uh, Judd Apatow and yeah. uh, Leslie Mann, and then Clayton Kershaw in front of him, and mm-hmm. then yee and 2 chains in front of them. And at one point, Kershaw came up. It was hilarious because he... He came up and and obviously I've known Clayton forever and I'm trying to get his attention. He stops. We talk for a minute and I'm like, wow, those are pretty good seats, man. You're like right next to Kanye. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can't take my eyes off that whole thing. I just yeah. can't. And <laughs> and then so then we talked for a second and he was in the aisle. So I'm like, all right, be well. Good to see you. Um and he spun around and he slammed into a guy that had just bought a beer and the beer, half the beer. Oh. Fell out of his cup. Half of that half went on the guy. Oh. And he looked up like he was going to kick the person's ass who it was yeah. who just banged into him. And he looks up and it's Clayton Kershaw. He's like, oh, hey, man, how you doing? It was yeah. it was hilarious. It was like he went from a fit of rage to basically going, can I get yeah. your autograph? Is, right, that, uh, right, is that right. okay there, Mr. Kershaw? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. I was glad because I got to see you, got to see your buddy Mark. And then my daughter Trudy and her boyfriend Christian were there, and that that was the best part, just to be with family and to be with you. I know it was. I had a good time too. We were up in a box, so I wasn't dealing with all the celebs. But we had. But you we were had with a, Mikhail. We were. Oh yeah, I had Mikhail. You know, I was your co-star. Mikhail, Rob Lowe, Chad, his brother, and my co-star Elodie was there, and who else? Oh, oh, um, Angela Bassett, who looks amazing. She's I guess that's so like beautiful. an FX tie, maybe. Why Angela? Wasn't she in? Uh, she, I don't know. She's probably on some sort of a a show. show at Fox. This was the Fox box. So did was like yeah. Homer Simpson up there? Yeah, Homer was there. Oh, oh uh, Gordon Ramsay. Did you talk Ram. to him? No, we made some eye contact, and he sort of gave me a bit of like a finger pistol, like, you know, shot, shot me or something like, Hey, like we're on the same network or something like that. But I've, I don't know. I've never met him. <laughs> How did your Fox experience compare to your days when you were big wheel at CBS? CBS? Uh, Oh God. I, I, I don't even know. I mean, CBS, I went with CBS to the Super Bowl Miami the first one, the Peyton one, when they played the Bears. Well, that's and that's forever known as the Prince Super Bowl when he played right. in the rain. That's right. He played in the rain, Prince. And now he didn't only play to half the stadium. They had a they had his little symbol going yeah. right down the middle. He's playing to both sides. 
Yeah, that's when that's when Hester ran it back on the opening kick. That's right. That's right. And that was a funny one because well, I was doing a show called Rules of Engagement, and they were obviously promoting the show. And it was the premiere of the show was coming up, and it was the Super Bowl and CBS, and, and it was myself, Patrick Warburton, and David Spade. And Patrick's brother-in-law was sitting to the left of Patrick. And I was sitting, and then it was Patrick, Spade, and I was sitting to the right of Spade. They put us on television, you know, on live TV. And it says, David Spade, Patrick Warburton, and Oliver Hudson, but they get the camera wrong. Now, his brother-in-law is Oliver Hudson. So I didn't even make the telecast. It was his (laughs) brother-in-law. That is so funny. That's why whenever now, after my Brooks Kepka experiment experience of of getting the wrong girlfriend, which was information given to me by somebody in the back of the booth, which I I didn't, I barely knew who Brooks Kepka was, let alone the (laughs) girlfriend at the U.S. Open back in 2016. I get this card, I read the name. Girl keeps popping up in every shot of Brooks Kepka. He just won the U.S. Open, and I'm like, holding the card up that's whatever mandy whatever mm-hmm. was on the card oh mm-hmm. no then facts and oh no that's his that's mandy's his old girlfriend or whatever <laughs> this is jenna sims his new girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, great that's how we're going off the air as a consequence now unless it's my mother who i'm yeah. sure i know who which one in the crowd is my mother or my sister yeah i'm not saying anybody's name I'm I'm not messing that up. There's the Kepka family. There's the Oliver Hudson family. And then when yeah. we shoot those moments, like you just talked about, I, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, are you sure that's mm-hmm. fill in the blank? Are you mm-hmm. sure that's Angela Bassett for whatever show we're promoting? Are you sure mm-hmm. that's, uh, doesn't matter. A, any celebrity, any person who's not, someone we typically cover who we don't know because ultimately it comes out of my mouth. So if I'm wrong, even though the camera, the director, the guy giving the card, they were all wrong. I just went with it. It's on me. And then I, I have to wear that around like I'm the idiot. So I I just, I hate that. It frightens the hell out of me. Yeah, no, I know. I am. You can get it wrong, and then you you, you look like a total asshole. Right, <laughs> and then you've got Jim Nance, who knows you know everybody's social security number. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, that's Jenna Sims, and uh, she of course graduated from uh, Pomona High School in, uh, yes. in back in nineteen ninety nine. And okay, how does he know all that stuff? I think he just he's studied. got really good. Nah, I think he's got people that are in his ear, ready for that. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. Hey, did you know that Jim Nance, fun fact, Jim Nance loves toast. Mmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Like toast, like to make a toast. Like, hey, everybody, so glad you're here at the house. He loves toast, like like what you put in a toaster oven and, you know, pop it out. He, he likes, likes hard bread. Hard bread. He loves toast. Yeah. Why does why does toast have an entirely different taste than bread? Well, I guess 
if you were to fire anything, if you were to cook anything, it, it's got to taste different, right? I mean, I know, but this is like something in, in a little toaster oven that <laughs> four minutes later, it's got an entirely different consistency and the taste couldn't be any different. I know. It changes so the molecular it really does. construction and, and, of the bread. Because there's no world where I would just eat an untoasted piece of bread, just grab it out of the bag. And go, ah, 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 ah. No. Like never, ever. My kids do that and it makes me almost sick. I'm like, ugh. And yet but toast. I, I'm a major toast fan. I fucking love toast. Well, maybe you're a long lost beetle because I watched the uh, Get Back documentary, which mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'd like too. to get back me. about three of those hours. But uh, no. <laughs> but it was good. Dude. It, it was unbelievable. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I'm a fringe beetle fan, but mm-hmm. way more so now than I was. It's like watching the Drive to Survive Formula One documentary once i saw that i'm like not that i mean every who doesn't love what the beatles represent and and their sound and they were unique and but but Mm -hmm. to see those human beings interacting yes fly on the wall but all they ate was toast yeah they had so much toast and it was very dry and very hard toast and there didn't seem to be much butter but they did have jam they had jam, but they, they I mean, George tea. Harrison is the size of a flea. Yeah. And and they're just pounding toast all day, especially Lennon. Lennon loved his toast. He loved his toast. Yeah. His tea, they drank tea and toast. And smoked cigarettes like oh, no, you can't believe. Oh, God. And, and, when I see someone smoking a cigarette, especially back then, it makes me want to have a cigarette. And there are certain people who smoke really well that make you want to have a cigarette. Anyone who's listening to this, to this, who is a smoker or an ex-smoker, I think can understand that. There are certain people, actors or people on the street even, who just smoke a cigarette so well that they make it look just so yummy. It's about the curl. To me, it's the curl of the finger where it's not like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's yeah. cooler looking the way you present it. Than just yeah. like kind of a shaky two fingers, like holding right. it and taking a little puff. <laughs> but it's also about the inhale too. It's how they inhale the cigarette and blow the smoke out. It just, you know, uh, Kurt. I mean, when Kurt would smoke, he hasn't smoked in years. But when he when he would smoke, he made smoking look so good. It's almost like he ate the cigarette. It's almost like he consumed it. Like it was like a like a like a piece of like velvety cake you know right. it's like mm. it was and just the like smoke, the smoke couldn't go any deep like went down to his toes when he inhaled yeah. it i would assume yeah yeah oh totally yeah totally it was that deep inhale it was just sort of not it made it look really really good yeah really good. that's something i never want to be good at but word on the street is after we left you on saturday night Mm-hmm. At the party, the, Super Bowl. Right, yeah. the night before the Super Bowl, you chain smoke your face off. No, 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 no. I had three cigarettes in a matter of five oh, minutes. Who, who cares? It's just three cigarettes. It doesn't matter when, you know, if you smoke them within eight hours or, or, or 30 minutes, you're still smoking three, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but we, 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 that part, we went out to dinner. And it was a really fun dinner. And we went early. 
And then we were supposed to go to this little party and we pull up and, and, uh, immediately, you know, Aaron, especially, and Michelle were like, Oh my God, like we have to go here right now. Like we just kind of want to go home or whatever, but like, let's go in. We go in and of course cut to, you know, Aaron, you guys had left. And Aaron and I are closing the fucking place down. We're literally the last people there. You were the last two human beings yeah. standing at this. And thing. we were the ones who were like, you know, all right, let's just go for a quickie and then let's get out of here. You know, it's great. The kids and the thing and sleeping. And, you know, it's just, you never want to be out late anymore. I never want to be out late anymore. And uh, especially Aaron was like, oh God, we have to go in. Aaron has a little social anxiety. So, but we well, get she in. got over that fast. No shit. And, and we get in, you see people, you know, and you have a, you have a cocktail, you have a drink. And then I knew it was on when I see Aaron and she's at the bar again. And then she comes over to me about 10 minutes, 15 minutes later. And she's like, hi, babe. And blah, blah, blah. And she goes like, I'll have another like spicy tequila. Whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess Aaron's like in it. She's in it right now. I, she wants to, so I'm like, I guess I'll get a drink. And so then we just hung out. And we're the, I, I'm not even exaggerating. We were the last people there. Did Mike have to say, hey, can you guys leave? Mike Mike has, had been sleeping for an hour. Rachel Zalitz was like, all right, let's go. Oh, my God. Well, here's the other. I, I left. We left for two limiting factors. One, I had to be up at 6.15 later that morning, basically, to go yeah. speak for Bridgestone with Josh Allen, who is my new favorite player Oh, oh, we didn't even talk about that, by the way. We didn't. I'll talk about him in a minute. And two, Michelle and I had dinner the previous night and went to Craig's for dinner. And Craig said, well, Justin Bieber, his little show, his little concert is going on at the Design Center. It's two blocks away. I'm like, all right. Mm. I know, literally two blocks away. So we go with, it's me, Michelle, Craig, mm-hmm. um, Kelly James, you know, Kelly James, mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. performer and then and good friend. And then uh, Jared Goff's girlfriend and her friend. So we all we all go to this Bieber thing. Did you get a chicken parm to go? <laughs> no, we were okay. well fed and and I was done. <laughs> like I'm Michelle's like, oh, my God, we got to go. It's Justin Bieber. I'm like. I don't care. I don't oh care if right. Led Zeppelin is reuniting. Right. To right. I don't. I'm so right. tired. Right. But now I'm the and that plays into my whole. I'm the older husband. Yeah. She's 45. I'm 52. She just came yeah. in. She's having a tough time with her dad, who's sick and in the hospital in Denver. She wants to go. I'm like, oh, okay. We get in the car. Go down there. Now there's a line around the world to get in there. But somehow we get right to the front of the line and get through this thing, through the metal detectors, and get in. It was an odd setting, to say the least. It was it was it was a makeshift place. And he's up playing like playing, singing above the bar and dancing between again, not playing to only half the room, uh, going back and forth uh, mm-hmm. over this bar. And the amazing thing to me is he's he's getting at least seven figures for this appearance. People are mm-hmm. paying a hundred grand, I was told, to have these booths with bottle service. Jesus. We walk in, which would have broken my heart had I been one of the people paying a hundred grand. And we're standing in front of the people that pay. 
watching him, he's singing, what do you mean? Dun, 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 dun. And then whatever the next line is to that song, he like puts the mic down and starts dancing and there's no change in the audio. It's the same singing. It's the same volume. It's the same. It's like, <laughs> I, it, it just, it, it blew the whole myth and there was no, he wasn't singing. So, right. It didn't even matter. He like, he didn't even give a fuck. He's like, whatever. I'm going to go, I'm going to do a little dance right now. Yeah. He just did a dance and <laughs> the mic was up and he was doing a hell of a job. What was this? I don't even understand. Was Bieber just playing a show just for money real quick? Or yeah. Like- yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, it, was, yeah. it was, it was an event, a Super Bowl event put on by whoever. But I just can't imagine paying that kind of money, being in this setting, which was antiseptic. Mm-hmm. And the guy's mouthing his way through a show. <laughs> I know. And I mean no disrespect because I'm certain that Bieber's coming on here as a guest. Oh, I mean, we I, he, we know he listens. Right. We know he listens. So he puts on a good little show, but yes. uh, didn't really didn't really try to suspend any disbelief with the vocals. Which was a little disappointing. That's what I'm I saying. guess. I guess, but then at the end of the day, it's like, hey, you know, just own it. I guess it's like, yeah, but I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna give you a little dance right now, you guys. Right, it's one or the other. I'm gonna either I'm gonna sing and not dance, or I'm gonna sort of have the lip sync situation. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust a few moves. So you pick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, audience. You pick. They picked. They loved it. it seemed like everybody yeah. was clapping and having a great time. And did and how long were you there? T- 28 minutes and did michelle get all like hot like hot and worked up no she didn't really love it that much either basically every event now that i'm thinking of it we left early including the super bowl (laughs) which was a one possession game we're watching it on hulu on my phone in the back of a cab which we (laughs) lucked into michelle and i she's like we're walking out i've been up since six we've been drinking all day walking out and um, she goes, we can go back and we can go, we can go to dinner. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. really? So now mm-hmm. I'm the old guy again. Yeah. I'm like, I am tired. She's like, what are you going to go to bed at six 30 at night? And I said, I don't remember you getting up at six 15 this morning to go talk yeah. with Josh Allen. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That sounds really good to me right now. Now we're in a fight. She's stomping ahead of me by 15 yards Right. And we have nowhere to go because nobody's leaving and you can't find the Uber line. Yeah. And we finally find it. We walked a mile and a half to get to this thing back out where we got dropped off. Is but even, Trudy with you? No, they stayed. Yeah. So we get dropped. We walk all the way up there and the Uber line, every Uber is canceling because the minute they get near that, they're like, I'm not going in there. So it was yeah. a mess. So somehow we find a cab mm-hmm. and I'm like, I mean, it was like our savior coming, mm-hmm. riding to the rescue. And, mm-hmm. and we got in the back of that thing and he took us back. And I think I tipped him 100%. I was so happy that oh, he, wow, that he allowed good. us into his cab. And did you go to dinner? Went to dinner in the hotel. And was that a nice compromise? It was a nice compromise. Then we were fine. We were fine. You were fine. Everything was good. We were fine the minute we found it and got the cab. I think there was a little bit of anxiety happening on my part. Like, I I I can't deal with this right now. We have no way out of here. 
Did you make love on Super Bowl Sunday? Absolutely not. No. 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 If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We That's beg right. you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. But after after Mike's party, you had some fun. Yeah. Yeah, I just would say that the uh I say this uh No, I know. We've we 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 yeah. talked. I had a nice conversation with Michelle about it actually at Mike's party that we have we haven't even talked about yet. You and I haven't talked about? Yeah. Yeah. What what are you are you my my agent here? My sex agent? Yeah. Sex slash my advocate. Agent. Yeah. Are yeah, you, are, no. At any here, point are you are you hurting my case? No, no, not at all. I'm just listening. I'm listening and then I'm sort of nodding my head and I do not disagree necessarily, but I do not, I do not advocate nor, nor do I sort of put you down in any kind of way. I think it's just about figuring out how each other, how both of you need to sort of be dealt with and treated and you have to figure out your love language at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) That is you do no i know i i agree you know because i understand you know i mean i'm i'm using myself as in this example as well i'll I'll use myself first i like to be touched like physical you know what i mean that really expresses love to you just mean like a random like shoulder grab or sure whatever you know i mean like walking past me and and touching my small of my back or or rub whatever like i just like to be i like physicality that's where i that's what makes me feel like love and that's how i show love you know aaron is not that way she doesn't really need that she likes acts of service which is doing the dishes taking the garbage out bringing shit upstairs you know you know servicing her in that way or just showing that i am i am present and i am working you know Right. And that's what gets her off. And and when I say it makes her horny, I'm not joking. It, it's it's she's it's 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 the way it works. Oh and so God. then you figure it out, even though I don't I don't need acts of service like it doesn't do anything for me. Aaron will 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 clean up the house and it will be beautiful and I'll walk in and I'll notice it. But I'm like, oh, OK. And then she gets upset that I don't say, hey, oh, my God, the house looks amazing. Now I, I, this has changed because now I. I know. And I think it would be I think it would be great, you know, if, if you guys could read that book together. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whatever these self-help books are. It's not a self-help. What you can do is you can you don't even read a book. You can just go find out the five languages of love. And it and it sounds corny. And, and trust me, I understand, but that shit is real. I mean, we all express, we receive and give love in certain ways. You know what I mean? Like if someone wants some, some people love gifts and that shows affection and it means that you love me. I can give a shit about gifts. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about gifts. What do you, what do you touch? Probably. I'm touched. Physical, physical yeah. for sure. Me too. If Michelle comes up and like just unsolicited rubs my neck or my mm-hmm. shoulders or, and I don't mean like massage, just like touch. No, yeah. 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 That, that's, that means 
this girl loves me. Yes, to me, hundred percent. I'm with you. And what would you say hers is? She wants me to dance with her. That's she wants me to okay turn music on in our room and just be quiet and right. dance with her. Not like yeah. Some, so so that's that's quality time. That that's a that, that's that means act. you and I are all in. Sometimes it comes off as a little bit forced to me. Like yeah. That that's so counter to how and who I am yeah. that it's yeah. such an, an effort that it at least on my part that it feels fake. Like you're you have, gonna... dude, I totally you have to fucking fake it. It's just you fake it and then it, once you fake it for like you know six months, all of a sudden you kind of aren't faking it anymore. But you for sure have to fake it. You know, I mean yeah. I know when Aaron comes up and starts rubbing me and I love it. I'm like, oh, she's making an effort. She's not wanting to do this right now, but the effort alone is respected. You know what I mean? It's 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 about the effort. It's but not it's about easier. I, I'm, I'll come up and rub her shoulders and all that, but to actually turn on music in our room and light candles and do a but dance. You rub you will rub her shoulders because you like physical touch. That's your love language. So you are going to give that. So with Michelle, she sounds like she's quality time. Meaning like, Completely. it's like she wants to be together. Is that one of the languages? Yes, yes, that's one of them. <laughs> that's the best sigh ever. <laughs> can you do like a love language exchange? Can I, yeah. can I do like some it's sort like of an trade. implant? Like right. a trade? Can I do the touch one? I'm happy to clean the shit out of this house. I get yeah. I get certain satisfaction out of that myself. No, I know. Can I can I make that her love language? Is there yeah. any bartering to be done Maybe. here? There might there might be. It's like, look, I can't give you quality time. It's just not me. I feel weird. It's not who I am. Will you take gifts? <laughs> gifts. <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Gifts. Here's a bracelet. Instead of me dancing with you in our room, right. here's a tennis bracelet. So it like hip hop dancing? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> because all she does is make. And here's the thing: she is a trained dancer. Yeah, I know. So, first of all, if I'm ever going to dance anywhere, I'd have to be completely hammered mm -hmm. because I'm certain. 100% mm -hmm. certain in my mind, everybody's watching me, quote unquote, try to dance. Mm -hmm. If I dance with Michelle, even at our wedding, she'll kind of step back and like judge me. Like, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, just cut All the right. shit. Like, you want me to All dance? Right. Don't judge me there, <laughs> fucking Denny Terrio. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see so the wait, looks. wait, wait. Do you, even if you're alone in your room with Michelle, do you even do you almost embarrass yourself because yes. you're dancing? And you're uh, like, I'm embarrassing yes. myself. No one's even watching, and I'm embarrassed. Yes, totally. I get, I get in my head, and I'm like, she knows I can't. I suck at this, and it's nothing. It's like basically mm -hmm. standing there. Mm -hmm. It's like like we're doing routines, <laughs> like you dips like a and box, spinning like a her around. Box. Yeah, let's do the box step. <laughs> Front together, side together, back together, side together. Wait, can you please just for myself and I'm sure for the audience, just paint a picture of what this is like. Like 
So you're in the room, the kids are asleep. Michelle wants you to dance and, and she turns on like, you know, like Luther. Like, what are we dancing to? Oh, and you she hold would love each that. Other? Are you kidding me? She would love that. Right. But I, you know what's a good album for that is uh, Mac Miller, his last album. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my default. But here's, you know, it's up to me to pick the music. It's up to me okay. to light the candles. It's up to me okay. to do the okay. lighting like I'm, you know, working it. <laughs> right. Like like, you're doing like a Scorsese like I'm, film. Yeah. <laughs> Scorsese <laughs> film or... Uh, the circus, like uh, whatever the French circus is, oh, Cirque du Soleil. Soleil. Yeah, I've, I've like got a whole routine. We've got water <laughs> tanks. I'm dunking myself into. It's uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of what. Uh, then then do you hold each other and just like slow yeah, it's, dance? It's close to close. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's slow dance. That's weird. Thank you. I mean, for me, I mean, not for her, but that's Aaron and I don't think I've, I've ever done that ever. Now, if I set that mood and did that and I said, I just want to slow dance with you, she'd melt into a puddle. There's no doubt about it, but I would feel so weird and insecure. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. <laughs> no, I know, but I, it, it's just, it's a chore. It's just something you have to do because. You know, and then how long do you dance for? Like a whole album? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but we're we're using that time to all we're we're multitasking. We're we're also talking about things. We're talking about the boys, <laughs> and we're talking, which probably is the last thing we should be talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you've got to be able to separate that when we're at home, and this is only happening at home, which is where the boys are are going to be. Like we're right. not doing that really on if we're in a hotel room. You. No, this is a way of like, I think it's a way of introducing some romance and some quiet time together while we're in the house to separate that life from being on call all the time Mm -hmm. for three and a half year old twins. But what if you didn't have to dance and you just, you know, had a great bottle of wine and lit the candles and oh, that's all a part of it, too. And I'll tell you, but like just sit there and and talk. Yeah, I mean that that's like a that's a B minus, maybe a solid B. If I now throw a cheese board on there that I might have okay. concocted right with a little fig spread or something yeah. and some nice crackers, maybe a lavash or something yeah. along those lines. <laughs> now we're inching up toward the B plus. You get into a dance situation, it's yeah. it starts with an A and, and maybe yeah. it's an A minus depending on how long you're in it, but Candles, cheese board, conversation, bottle of wine, dancing, dance A. Does the dancing happen like you dance for a song and then sit down and have your like crackers and wine? And she's like, Oh, I gotta love this song. And then you get and we dance, dance, and then we again. towel off. Yeah, we we just catch again. our breath because it's really <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to paint a picture here in my head. Is it consistent dancing or do you take songs off? Uh, we'll probably take songs off because I would say not every song on that album or any leads to mm-hmm. good dancing. Not Got every it. song. Does a does a fast song ever come on where she's like, "Woo, like let's go, babe"? No, no, it's a good question, but no, it does. The, the tempo of our dancing does not change. That would that would be weird. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, it would be. Oh, all of a sudden you're like grooving, like yeah, yeah, yeah like we're down at the Regal Beagle, like doing. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> doing some like the Travolta Uma Thurman dance from Pulp Fiction. Yes. <laughs> Girl, you'll now, be a woman. <laughs> now hold on. Is it does she get upset if it gets sexual? Meaning, like, can't we just do this and and be together like this and it not turn sexual? Or is it meant to always turn sexual? It's meant to end up at that destination. But okay. I mean, you can't you can't pull off the freeway too soon. Right. I got it. Yes. And do you have there's a destination idea? in sight, but the, the off ramps don't exist. You got to go all the way there. You got to get to Oz. I know, but do you ever do you have to feel when that off ramp is like, oh, I got about four more exits to go, and then I can sort of make that right turn? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're calling like a song an exit, yeah, yeah, I would say maybe there's six exits on the highway, none of which I can take. Mm-hmm. It has to dump into Oz. And, okay, got and it. So I got to get through a certain amount of time, right? You know, whether it's <laughs> oh, we finished the cheese board, oh, the bottle of wine's empty, oh, right. the whatever. Yeah, okay. you know, th- there are other factors here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. That's that's the gist of it. That's that's what she wants. Okay. Wow. This is good. This is something I've just learned this about you, and I I love this. This is so funny because I just you love pick- it because it's insanity and you now will hold this over my head dancing just like oh my god like dance with my father again and you're just like oh here we go oh god (laughs) Uh, no but look if she wants it and loves it then that's what you gotta do and you have fun i'm sure you do have fun doing it right sometimes yeah i no i cannot in all Honesty, I cannot act like this is going to get a root canal. No, I mm-hmm. I enjoy being with her. If I didn't, that would be a yes. that would be a completely different topic. These we're right. talking about ways to make a great relationship even better. And I I love talking to her. I love picking her brain about stuff. I love unloading my shit on her and taking mm-hmm. her stuff toward me. It's just I mm-hmm. I also think that there's a a, a fine line between talking about you know you can't make it too heavy we're not we're not because then it just defeats the purpose and all of a sudden it's like okay i'm I'm beat i'm going to bed like i'm yeah we just wore out you know talking about her dad being in the hospital or yeah the boys with an issue or you know whatever it is so yeah i I know i know i know what you mean i know what you mean don't go anywhere we'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues well this is good i mean hopefully she listens to this i think she will i think she'll be excited and i also think maybe there's it's just i think she just wants tenderness is my guess i mean look she's right there she knows well what's up hip-hop aaron (laughs) hey hey Good seeing you this last weekend. Good times. We're talking about the love language for my wife. I didn't know you were in the room or I wouldn't have. She was. She just walked in. I just walked in. But no, because Michelle pulled me aside at Saturday's party and was like. Love language. 
it literally like saves our marriage. Yeah. You think it's like a joke, but it's not. It's actually amazing. Right. But Joe has to like, she, Michelle's kind of quality time. You know? Oh, really? Right. Which means like for her, that's dancing. Like they turn on, you know, music and Joe has to slow dance with her. And it's sort of not his thing. But- Look, Aaron's <laughs> laughing. But it's great. I think that's so sweet. It's like romantic. Meanwhile, you've tricked Oliver into believing your love language is to clean up the house. <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit. 100% acts of service. Like, change a light bulb for me. Like, take out the trash without asking. You should have married a handyman. Clean up. <laughs> you never yeah, know. that's why I have to be here whenever we have workers. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, my that, God. Like, Somebody's our fixing life. our drain. <laughs> you know, it's like our play like like role play like he comes in as like right, a hand. right but instead in. usually in a porno it's like i'm here to like fix the pipes and within 30 seconds like they're having sex with me you actually fix play, the I'm, pipe i'm actually having to fix them so three and a half hours later <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh god ain't love grand oh uh, yes are you going somewhere well, the kids have to get picked up. Am I See, this is the kind of stuff, Aaron, that you miss by not listening to our podcast. I, I know. know. And I really... I just told Joe that we're having a podcast and he, he was not happy about it. <laughs> Are you going to listen to it, Joe? Uh, no, but I, I just <laughs> I just think there's got to be a limit. I'm kind of in business with Oliver and he can't right. pick up a new podcast every week to where <laughs> A, I can't schedule with him. B, when I get him, he's on fumes. C, we're out of topics, and he doesn't remember what he talked about with Kate versus you versus some strength nah. coach versus me. I'm good. I'm. I know what I'm talking about, and and this and this is we're not in business because to be in business you have to make money. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, that's right. So you know, you're in the business of having a good time. No, we're cha- we're a, we're a charity, and we're we're doing it. We're doing a service. We're, we're, we're providing a, a nice service for people. That's for what I think. 10, 20 people. That's right. <laughs> That's right. If you notice, Margot was hot on sending us our numbers as they were going up and up and up. And it's been at least two and a half months since I've seen any number. So I don't know what's going on behind the scenes there. You know what the difference is between now and then? Juggernaut with Josh. And I, yeah. I think he's taking this thing right down into the shitter. Maybe. Maybe we blew it with him. With the, because Josh has gotten very confident. Like if you notice, when we started Juggernaut, very bashful and reluctant. now he was reluctant. He was reluctant, and now the guy is, you know, I mean, I think he's doing his hair even before we. He's definitely shined himself up to oh, look his best, him, no doubt. Like he's there's product in his hair. His glasses are are clean. You know. His, his shirts are looking a little more pressed. He's looking better. Um, I there there's uh there's some questions here from from listeners. Would you like one? Okay. Yes, give me one. Um, is cleaning lady being picked up for season two? Love it and love daddy issues. Go. Oh great. Uh, we don't officially know whether it's being picked up for season two. The numbers have been very good and very steady. These streaming numbers are exceptional, so we'll see. I, I'm I am optimistic. I will say that. What does uh, Joe do with all his stat sheets he gets done from Kinkos each week in season? Ooh. 
Good save question. them. Yes, I have a whole cabinet full of them. If you want any of them, uh, reach out. I'll send it to you. I don't. What I don't know why do I do. I, I I have too much work to to just burn it, but they just pile up. Dude, you should autograph those and auction them. That's great. That's awesome. I gave my Super Bowl one, the last Super Bowl I did, to uh, a family friend of ours, little boy, who was a huge Chiefs fan. So uh, yeah. that is a, that's very cool. Very cool. Um, D Wasserbach, uh, what would Joe's dad Jack think of Oliver? Oh, good question again. Yeah, uh, my dad would have loved you. I, I really, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, because you're your own guy. Like he, he, he just he, and you're funny. So he, anybody that could make my dad laugh, he was a tough audience. I, for some reason, had the key to his comedic uh, bent, whatever. Mm-hmm. He, I, I could make him laugh, and that's what got me on the road with him as a little kid because I could make him laugh, and I could make fun of stuff in his life that nobody else could. So. Mm-hmm. So that was that was one thing. There's uh, a good one. Nick Graham, 21. Did Ali also cry during the national anthem? No, but but you did cry. You sent me a picture of you crying. I did. Oh no, I, no, no, you posted it. You posted that. I don't know why. I, it just hit me, and it was just yeah. beautiful. Sitting where we were sitting, watching yeah. the American flag. I thought, yeah, uh, the performer just crushed it. That that's mm-hmm. as good a national anthem as I've ever heard live. I got I, I didn't cry, I got emotional. Okay. Um was Josh invited on your night on the town? No. <laughs> Josh tried to invite himself to the NFC championship game, uh, which I was doing in Los Angeles a few <laughs> weeks ago. Like three like hours before, before the, the NFC championship game started. But I think it's just naivete. I think he's like, hey, man, like thinking about cruising to the game, you know, and you're like, well, well dude, it's, it's 30 minutes till kickoff. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't either, except no. Uh, <laughs> Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day uh, has been around since 1887. Oliver was right. That's from Maureen Good. I'm, I'm or Goody. I, I, mm-hmm. We're not saying Groundhog Day has not been around. I, the idea of Groundhog Day representing repetition of the same day mm-hmm. is what we were talking about, which I think has been proven came out of the movie. That was the vehicle mm-hmm. they used to have the same day play over and over and over again because he was there reporting as a weatherman on Punxsutawney Phil. So, so what we're saying, though, is before that movie, there was no saying like, uh, oh, fuck, it's like Groundhog Day. Like, which is an actual euphemism. Is that the right word to use? Yeah, I think you did well there. Okay, I think it's the right euphemism. It's, it's a euphemism now. It's like oh, so every, when, when the day is repeating itself, it's Groundhog Day. You're saying that euphemism didn't exist prior. Prior to the movie. To the movie. No. Okay. Like, had that movie been about, hey, I'm going to go report on Valentine's Day, and mm-hmm. I woke up, and now it's Valentine's Day, and tomorrow's the same day, but where the mm-hmm. alarm goes off, and I hit the alarm, and, and I'm there reporting on Valentine's Day, we would say, oh, you know, what is this, Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Right? Got it. Okay. Okay, I'm with you. 
Um, and uh, I love Joe on Fox Football. Heard him on another podcast. So I've, I've it's got to be smartless. So I figured out I would just listen to one. And this is so fun. Love this podcast. And Oliver, they have great chemistry and are super funny and do not take themselves too seriously. Totally enjoyable and relatable. Thank you, MP Tucci via Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that very, very much. Love. And Lindsay85 uh, has uh, loved our podcast. It's made Lindsay uh, laugh and even shed a tear or two. So maybe Lindsay cried Ooh. at the uh, national anthem. Yeah, we, I think we've made a couple people cry, you know? And people have made you cry. Oh, gosh, yeah. When we used to have guests, which, by the way, we should start doing a little bit more of now, huh? Yeah, we could uh, we could get Ham on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? he'd come on. I mean, you know, you'd think, but who knows? You think you know them. You think you're friends. Oh, I know. You ask them to do your podcast. That's how you know. That is definitely a test, but uh, in John's uh, case, he would Dude, do it. Dude, you should use your relationship that you made with Kanye to bring him on to talk about daddy issues. I just wow. don't want to blow it. I feel like it's too much too soon after yeah. just meeting in the aisle at the Super Bowl. But I'll I'll reach out. He gave me three of his numbers. Nine one one. So we'll see if that gets him. Hi, is Kanye there? Um, That's good. But uh, you never know. He's just crazy enough to be on our show. That would be amazing, dude. Yeah, that would be great. Why don't we have Margo reach out to Kanye? <laughs> yeah, Margo, call Kanye. I'm on it. No problem. He'll definitely answer, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine even asking that? <laughs> But it's not like he's, you know, royalty. I, I don't. Why? Why would I? Why? I, my? I would be scared to ask him, and and we should. No, he. Be. You would be lucky to come on this podcast. What are you? That's right. Jeez. <laughs> it's just, it's just fear of rejection. I mean, honestly, that's what it is. Because the worst thing that can happen is he says no. But for some reason, I mean, I can speak for myself only. I don't want that. No, I feel stupid. You know, but there's it's pointless for me to feel stupid. Yeah, I mean, it, it uh, doesn't change anything in the universe. If if you ask them, or if you didn't, they still don't like you, like Dax. Right? Exactly. Dax doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Joe. I'm gonna go pick up my children. Speaking of daddy issues, they're gonna be waiting now for daddy, and they're gonna have issues because I've abandoned them. I've abandoned my boys. I've abandoned my boy. I've abandoned my boy. Say it. I've abandoned my boy. Did Daniel Day-Lewis ever do a guest spot on Rules of Engagement? Well, like he the quirky to. neighbor. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Don't talk to him. He's in character right now. Yeah, he's playing a quirky neighbor. Dude, that's really, really funny. <laughs> That would be amazing. That he's quit acting, but if he's if he is to come back, if he did a sitcom, imagine, like with a laugh track. Yeah. Have you Incredible. seen? This is the last thing I'm going to say, but it's worth okay. anybody listening to this. Yeah, I'll send it to you because somebody sent it to me. Have yeah. you seen these scenes they do in really intense movies with a laugh track on it? No. 
They have a, the whole scene, the prison scene, when Clarice Starling first meets Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> right. and she walks down that gauntlet with yeah, guys, like guys saying what they're saying. Right. Yeah. And they put a laugh track to it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, send that to me. Send it to me it's now. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Send that to me. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. It's like, oh, it's like Jimmy Walker saying dynamite. Yeah. He says, hello, Clarice, and the crowd goes crazy. That's <laughs> amazing. It's awesome. All right, go pick up um, your kids. All right. I like what you've done with your ceiling. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, get some wood up there, you know what I mean? Yeah, very homey. Yeah, it is homey. It's going to be great. It's going to, honestly, it's going to be amazing. Right now, we're in, like, just the middle of it, but... But you had to you get know. out of mom's house, and I'm gonna go dance with my wife. All right, go dance with your wife. I can't wait for Michelle to listen to this and uh, hear what she has to say. You go clean here. Where we're at, where we're at next week. I don't know. It could be in a great place, or you could be like, oh, I'm totally fucked after that podcast. Nah, I think you know. This is uh, deck chairs off the Titanic at this point. Yeah, no, I know. All I right. think it's gonna be good. All right, bye. I'll talk to you. Bye. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. Rosenberger. 